We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Sashimi! Nicole, how are you? (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) I've been taking my singing lessons. Oh, nice. I can tell. Thank you. And I wanted to sing Celine Dion because I love Celine Dion. But Mm -hmm. she is not my vocal register. And it was Mm. painful, I think, for all. But then we found out Lady Gaga is more in my register. So I've been singing songs from the famed movie, A Star is Born. I honestly can't believe you didn't start with that. You love the soundtrack to A Star is Born. Yes, I famously listened to it exclusively on plane. (laughs) It's the only thing I listen to on a plane. And now you can sing along to it on the plane. Yes, I can. And everyone will be so happy about it. They're like, wow, we can tell she's taking her lessons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're the one who taught me how to make it repeat. Because Mm -hmm. I would fall asleep and there'd be silence. And I'd be like, I gotta start a Star is Born again. (laughs) Yeah, you can just repeat it. You can start all over again. You can even do it to one song. Who knew? I Mm -hmm. sure didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I love repeating songs. Or whole albums, but sometimes songs. And I don't know what that is, where I'll just be like, I'm, I need to hear this again and again and again and again. Yesterday I got my car and there was a song that I had repeated, oh, like a bunch. It was like just playing and I was like, I haven't heard this in a while. Because I have songs I guess saved on my phone. I don't know how mm-hmm. it all works. But it's called Bap You. And it's just like a techno song with, I don't think there's any words. I think there's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I really love the beat. And I was in my car and I was like, I forgot about you. And then mm-hmm. I danced really hard. That is really fun when you rediscover a song that you used to love and it mm-hmm. comes back and you're like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what song do you have on repeat right now? Um, This artist, Girly, has a song called Throw Me Away that I've been listening to on repeat and I like a lot. Have you been listening to Beyonce's album? 
I actually haven't. What's going on? Are you okay? <laughs> I listened to it once and twice. It was not for you? I don't want to say it wasn't for me. I think I need a few more listens oh, to like really Lord. be like, oh, these are my favorites. But I just. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Oh, so I'm so. My apologies to the beehive. I, you have fallen. <laughs> you have strayed from the path. I have strayed. Lord, uh, Beyonce, Jesus, <laughs> help my friend come back to the light. I think. I think. I don't know. I need. I do need to listen to it again. It's. It is very fun. And I love how each song bleeds into the next. Mm-hmm. But there's one time I was listening to it. And I had the repeat, repeat one song feature on, mm-hmm. and it repeated one song over and over again. And I didn't notice that it had moved on to the next song. Mm. And I think maybe that's the problem. Oh, everything is a little too similar? I think so. Or like, I was just like, it took me a while. I was like, oh, I guess I didn't notice that a new song wasn't playing. Oh my, yeah, straight from the path. Lord bless my sister for her ears to open back up. To come Have back. you been listening to it? Yes. I fucking love it. I'm going to open up my little app and I'm going to tell you which songs I love the best. <laughs> this is Great. the content everybody wants. <laughs> okay. So on Renaissance, I love Cozy. I love Alien Superstar. I, like I love Break My Soul. People were like iffy about it. And I was like, fuck all of you. She's giving us a dance album. We should be so happy. Church Girl. Ooh, baby. Virgo's groove. Ooh, move. Thick. Oh, my God. America has a problem. I just love listening to Beyonce go, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm going to get back into it. I promise. It's okay if you don't want to. Also, I really like Megan The Stallion's album. She's got a song called Anxiety where she's like, people want a lot of shit from me and it causes me anxiety. And I was like, oh. we should all be talking more about this. I It's it's nice and refreshing when rappers talk about anxiety. <laughs> uh-huh. Because- it's happening a lot more. Yeah, and people, rappers have problems just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. They got to deal with their mental health, too. Yeah, and people do expect a lot from you when you are a global international superstar. You got to go to this place and that place and this place and talk to this person and be kind and, like, take pictures and autograph. That's a lot. I would have anxiety, too. You leave mm-hmm. the house and people bombard you, Lord. No, I really wouldn't like that. I don't think I'd like that either. There should be, I feel like there have been people who have tried to, I don't know if there's a petition or try to like make it so that um, paparazzi, the the, uh, the act of being a paparazzi was illegal, mm-hmm. but I don't think, I think it gets shut down every time, but it's like, it's invasive. It's very invasive. And I don't know why it's a thing. I don't know why someone leaving a restaurant is interesting I don't know why someone getting into a car is interesting. It's weird. I mean, I do Mm. love my nasty tabloids. I read them or I look at them. I like palm through them because it's very funny to see what people get paid to write. Um, Especially like the stars are just like us. This person's at Gelson's and it's very funny to me. But I don't understand why it's an actual thing. Do you know? Yeah, it 
I guess it's like technically they're not doing anything illegal. They can be on the street. They can be on the sidewalk in front of your house. But it's it sucks. But why is it legal to publish pictures of people without their consent? Hmm. How is that a thing? Yeah, could they like take pictures of just like any average person and print it? I feel like no, right? No, because then they have to sign like a just like a like a paper. Yeah, because even like when you like the news when they film like people walking down the street, they cut they crop their head out because you're not mm-hmm. allowed to just like put civilians on screen with other consent. Yeah, but why is that okay? Is it like a public figure thing? Kimmy, will you look that up? That's really interesting. Yeah, because like when uh, like I've shot man on the street stuff and I mean, and I've seen a ton of it. People's faces are blurred because they're like, I don't want to be on television mm-hmm. or I'm not like, yeah, Billy on the street has a ton of like blurred faces because they're like, no, no, thank you. I'm not signing that. Yeah. Weird. And then what happens if you see yourself on TV? Can you contact the production and be like, I'm suing? Maybe. Hopefully. The, what are rules? What, what do we live in the wild, rules? wild west? Hmm? Speaking of man on the street, I loved your man on the street bit for Kimmel. Where you <laughs> Thank <were> you. <laughs> speed dating. And I just loved you on Kimmel, period. You did so great. Such Thank a great host. You. you look so natural behind that desk. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Thank you for my gift. It almost made me cry on television. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want to cry on television unless I'm <laughs> acting for an Oscar. Nope, that's <laughs> movies. Um, unless I'm acting for an Emmy. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah was, the gift I got, because in case people didn't see it. The well, gift if I, you didn't see it, you better find a clip. Find, find a clip. It's on YouTube.com. <laughs> no, uh, I'm kidding. Uh, I got you a nameplate for the, for the desk. Ian was all bedazzled and it was cute. Yeah. And I loved it. I described the the art department of the show made it. And I was like, I, it should look like if Lisa Frank had a desk job. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that. That's so. Oh, wow, <laughs> you got it. You get me. It was nice. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, it was fun. I wore an orange and a yellow suit because I wanted to look like sunshine. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the man on the street stuff was really, really fun. I was drinking real wine. I didn't realize it was real wine at the time. Like, in the beginning, I was like, this tastes a lot like wine. And then I was uh-huh. like, Josh makes unalcoholic wine? And then I was, and then I was like, is this, this is real wine? And they're like, yes. And I was like, oh, no. I was yeah, like, you drink a like, lot. <laughs> I was like, by the end, he was, Donnie was like, oh, yeah, you went through like a bottle and a half. And I was like, oh, no. Why did you I did like- not know that was real. Because I mean, I don't even know how much you drink in real life. Because on the clip, you drink a lot. Uh huh. I did. I because I was doing a bit where I was just guzzling these <laughs> cups of wine, glasses of wine. Um, here's a funny thing. Um, there was a a nice man named Richard that I spoke to. He didn't. Our conversation didn't make the edit, but he came up. We talked for a minute. I said would you give me $40 if I asked for it? He said, yes. And he took out money <laughs> in his wallet and he had more than $40. So I said, oh, give me. So I took it and I said, I'm keeping it. And he said, okay. And I put it right in my pocket. And then I said, get out of here. And then at the end, I handed the money to a producer and I was like, a man named Richard, this belongs to him. Please get it back to him. And they were like, okay. Cut to the show airing. And then 
this man commenting on my Instagram. He was like, you fat ass, you stole money from my dad. (laughs) Just several pictures. And I was like, what's happening? And then I like looked at my DMs because I look for content for why won't you date me for people to hit on me. And he was like, you nasty fat bitch, you stole money from my dad. And I was like, who is this person? So I answered them and I was like, you're a weirdo. What are you talking about? And he was like, for that stupid show that you shot on Hollywood Boulevard, you tricked my dad. He didn't know what he was getting into. You, he, they said you were going to go on a date, but then you just screamed at him after you stole his money. That's and I was so like, funny. okay, you're not a weirdo. I remember this. I'm so sorry. I was like, I will contact the producers and let them know um what happened and if you don't hear from them by monday please call me an iteration of fat or a bitch and let me know that they didn't get you your money back and then he was like cool (laughs) and then he was like they only gave me a hundred dollars back how much did you take 150 and then at that point i was like you didn't call me fat or a bitch. So I'm no longer the middleman. You have the contact information. You can, and they can, like, they can like literally look at the footage and I say the number out loud. So it's like, he's not lying. I was mm-hmm. like, you can go and you can ask them because you now have the contact. But truly, if he kept calling me a fat bitch, I would have continued to help. <laughs> I will make it my life's mission <laughs> to get you every penny back. Um, I was just, uh, it was so fun. But then I was like, why is this man being so mean? And then there was a man on Twitter who has made it his, uh, his thing for the last couple of days to say that if you're sleepy, you don't need to take melatonin. You just need to watch me on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he's put my picture next to melatonin bottles and he's like, same thing. <laughs> he's done this multiple times? He's done this like three or four times and I retweet it every time because I love it so much. I like when people make an effort yeah he yeah he well, like he took time saved so. a picture of you <laughs> saved a picture of melatonin uh-huh. edited it together yes and i've never Ridiculous. thought about him one time but i'm like what a fun person mm-hmm. i think he's from iceland too he's from somewhere fun i was like go outside yeah i can't imagine anyone from iceland being ornery it's so nice or like there. sweden hold on let me look <laughs> wait kibby you, did you get on the case did you figure things out for me Almost. I've almost figured it out. I'm trying to figure out why they do blur faces sometimes in public. Basically, in a public space, you kind of waive your right to privacy. So if they're filming a news thing in a public space and you walk behind them, they do not have to blur your face. You do not need a release. And um, there's two uses. This is really technical, and I'm sorry. Informational and commercial. So like a journalist, it's informational. So like a paparazzi, they call themselves independent journalists. They can just take a photo of a celeb in any public space. I think it gets tricky when the paparazzi is standing in a public space, but they're getting a photo in a celebs private play uh, space. Uh, like, you know, when people do balcony photos and stuff, that's mm-hmm. when it gets like celebs sue and it gets kind of tricky. So informational is allowed and you don't need to release commercial. So if it's like Kim Kardashian holding like a product, then they need a release. Um, so there's like fuzzy, boring legal stuff in the in-between. But from what I can tell, if you're in a public space, People are allowed to take your photo and use it as long as they're not being like, look at Kim, look at Kim Kardashian walking. She's clearly selling this thing. That's hmm. where you're not allowed to do Interesting. it. Interesting. There's probably a lot more nuance because the legal system is is a wild, wild west. But that's the general idea from what I'm reading. 
then why do they blur some faces? I was literally Googling that because as you were talking, I was like, why do they blur some faces? So if I find out, I'll let you know. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe they blur the ugly faces. Oh, it's a sheer. <laughs> oh, sassy Sashia came out to play. <laughs> what if they blur the ugly faces? I'd be so sad if I was like, that's my body. They blurred my head. I'm an ugly one. <laughs> I'm sure that's not it. <laughs> It'd be very funny if it was. That'd be awful. Um, I took Clyde for a walk today. And mm-hmm. I guess 9.25 a.m. is the time that every single dog in California is on my street. The minute we hit the sidewalk, it was like, rah, 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 and Clyde was like, ah, ah, oh, oh. <laughs> and then I had to pick him up for most of his walk. And then when he started squirming when there was no dogs, I was like, oh, I guess he's got to shit now. And then sure enough, he would shit. And then another dog would come. And then he'd be like, well, I'm done shitting. I got to bark at this dog. It was really, it was really stressful. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It really just affirmed that I don't belong awake before noon. <laughs> Too many dogs out there. Does Clyde dogs. not go to a dog park? He does go to a dog park. Um, but you, t- I take him off the leash at the dog park. So the only reason why he's like lunging at other dogs is because he wants to play with them. And that oh. I discovered that when, like earlier this year. So he like would lunge and I'd be like, please be a good dog. That dog wants nothing to do with you. You're fine. And then this man was walking with his like beautiful dog with ears that look like curls. And... It's the most elegant dog I've ever seen. Short little legs, fun time. And he was like, oh, she's really friendly. And I was like, he's not friendly except off a leash. And he's like, well, we're in the cul-de-sac and there's no traffic. And I was like, okay. So I let Clyde off the leash and he ran up to that dog, sniffed the butt, and then they started really playing hard. And I was like, oh, he literally just wants to play. Mm. But I can't walk him not on a leash because I don't want anything bad to happen. Accidents happen. Accidents happen for sure. Mm-hmm. That's good to know that your dog's not vicious. It's Mm-mm. just wanting to play. Just a little ram- rambunctious scoundrel. He is a... That's, oh, my God. You're a rambunctious scoundrel. <laughs> Clyde, you. You're you. a rambunctious scoundrel. <laughs> He's coming right over. Oh, I love him. <laughs> he won't let me pick him up. <laughs> oh, well. Um, he's having dental problems just like me. Oh, no. Is Clyde also <sighs> carrying a tooth in his purse? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish I had like a little bag for his little tooth. No, but his he broke a tooth. He broke a mm. tooth on his lower left side. I have to have another root canal. Oh, my God. On my lower left side. Can you even? I cannot. So I had a root canal. And then um, I like went back to the dentist because I was like, I'm in pain. And um, my tooth hurts on my lower left. And they were like, okay. So then they start, they bang on your teeth to figure out which one hurts. They're like, knock, knock, knock. Is it you? (laughs) (laughs) And then she knocked on one. I was like, no. And she's like, huh, it shouldn't hurt. And I was like, why? And they keep telling me that this one tooth shouldn't hurt. And she's like, because you don't have any nerves in it. We did a root canal on it. And I was like, well, 
it's been hurting since I got the root canal. And I've been telling you that it's been hurting. And um, they finally were like, oh, the tooth next to it needs a root canal. And it's bothering that tooth. And it's like, a, it's not a phantom pain, but it just hurts there because the other tooth needs a root. I don't know. They explained it in a way that made sense and showed me an x-ray that like it made sense. And I was like, I'm just like, I'm tired. I mean, I could imagine. I don't want anybody else in my mouth except (laughs) a penis, okay? (laughs) Or fingies of a person who's going to fuck me later. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't want it, Sashir. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I really appreciate that. (laughs) I've been trying to make a dentist appointment at this. There's a dentist office, like, blocks from me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I should try this office. And, but they have weird hours because I guess mm-hmm. they can. And they're like, we're not open on Fridays. And we close at 3 p.m. on a Thursday. And we mm-hmm. open. We don't open until 11 a.m. on a Monday. And then I call and I try to make an appointment. And they're like, well, we don't, we're not open on Fridays this month. But next month, we are open on Fridays. And we're, we're not open on Mondays. And I'm like, why are you doing this? That is wild. I My psychiatrist is like that. She yeah. truly is open for 36 minutes every single day, but then the day, <laughs> the time changes. That's unfair. And I'm like, wait, how do I make an appointment? And I can never make the same time, like, the next, like, uh, I only see her every four months or something, but it's never at the same time. It's never on the same day because it, it can never be on the same time on the same day. Oh, my gosh. It's fun. I love it. <laughs> I love that people get to do this. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like if they're an individual practice, they can do whatever they want. It's not like a company, but listen, if you're, we all, we need health care. Just be open to the times that people need it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, it's, why, why, why? We pay dentists and doctors and therapists so much money. Mm-hmm. The least they could do is be open the times you need them. I get it. Yeah. You want to like, you know, you want to spend your money, whatever. You want to sleep in. You sign up to help me. <laughs> <laughs> you help signed me. up to help me. <laughs> to help me. Yeah. It's truly how I feel. Mm-hmm. I get it. Kimmy, did you find out why people get blurred? It's really complicated. I'm having a hard time. If a lawyer wants to email us, sometimes it's like, well, if they're on cops, they're a victim of a crime and then they're legally protected. And then sometimes they're in a restaurant in the travel channel and they sued the travel channel because they didn't want their faces shown and they were in a restaurant. There's like so many exceptions. So if a smart lawyer person wants to email us and explain it, I think you would do a better job than me. Yes. Smart lawyer person who's listening, or you have a friend who's a smart lawyer person, we want to know about the picture thing. Kimmy did explain it, but I'm wondering if there's more to know. And the the flurred faces, the blurred faces. Wow. Both of them. The flurred faces. (laughs) Welcome to Nada Yada Island. This season on Nada Yada Island. When we were new, they spoiled me. They even gave me a phone. But then, it's like I didn't exist. Don't take yada yada from your wireless carrier. Now with Metro, get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex. 
Free 5G phones when you join. Same deals as new customers when you stay. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Just bring your number and ID and sign up for an eligible plan. After 12 months, trade in and get our best deals on select devices. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I, I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. Should we do a quiz? Yeah, let's do a quiz. Found a couple of new ones. Uh, we still mm. have some old ones. Uh, it was a real adventure. There's some weird ones out there. Wait, these are funny. What first impressions do you give? Are you a girl, ghoul, or a god? <laughs> That's fun. I am curious about what first impression do you give? Okay, let's do that one. Oh my god, I wonder... Someone at work said uh, I'm that I'm scary. <laughs> Someone at work said you were scary? Yeah, but in a joking way. They were like, oh, yeah, so-and-so probably isn't, like, coming to talk to you, you know, because you're scary. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't think scary would be the first word I would use to describe you. 
I don't think so either. I think confident is maybe what I would say over scary. Yeah, I guess I'm I'm like direct, and I think that kind of throws people off sometimes. Mm, yes, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But I was like, scary. And she's like, I mean, not scary. I mean, she started walking it back. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't like that. I'll kill that person. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and then I'll be scary. Have either of you guys ever done like Enneagram-like stuff? Oh, I think I have, but like a long time What ago. is that? It's like another, it's kind of like Myers-Briggs, but I think it's, I personally like it more. It's, it's a lot about basically everyone has had things that make them a little unhealthy. And so your tendencies of like where you go when you're nervous or like what your core fears and core values are get built around that. So the nut, there are different numbers that sort of say a lot of like what your core values, but also your core like fears and insecurities are. Um, but Sashir is like a, in my mind, you can disagree, but you're like a real nine wing eight, which is you're like really chill, very like flexible. You like keeping the peace. You really love resting and cozy spaces. But I think you have a wing eight, which is like, I forget the exact term, but like the defender where you're like, I'm really passionate about justice though. And like, I'm going to say what I think is right. Um, mm. Which people are sometimes intimidated by. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, who's me? What's me? Nicole, you could be a couple of things. I have wondered about this. I could see you being an Enneagram 7, which is like the life of the party, like really joyful, like really um, like loves to have fun, struggles with some FOMO. Or I think you're probably an Enneagram 3, which is like the really hard worker. Like you find a lot of value in being successful and taking care of things and doing work you're proud of, which everyone has all of these things. It's just more like, mm-hmm. where do you really lean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could see you also a 3. So if you want for another episode, I can pull up some Enneagram stuff and if you ever want yeah. to play around with it. Yeah, that's that sounds fun. great. Do you like, have you studied this? Like, you know, it off the top of your head. Yeah. It's like really big in Christian circles because uh, people use mm-hmm. it to be like, how do we grow? Um, and then my former roommate before I got married has become an Enneagram coach. So she actually like does a lot of content and like coaches people and teaches seminars about how Ooh. they can learn about themselves to, because the goal is to become all the numbers, to become well-rounded and not oh. have tendencies out of like fear. So I, I get to talk about it a lot. I've talked about it for years. I love That's this. That's interesting. I like it too. Okay. What first impression do you give? Do people like you the first time they meet you or do you come off as a bit intimidating? Find out with this quiz. Select the answers that sound the most like you. You are most likely to wear head to toe black, bright colors, neutral or subdued colors, patterns. Well, I wear Bright colors and patterns and neutral and subdued. (laughs) Yes. And I wear head-to-toe black bright colors and patterns. Yeah. I would say you mostly wear patterns. Yes. My little uniform as of late is jeans and a little stripy shirt. Great. Okay, patterns. What would mine be? Neutrals. What do I wear? You think you wear neutrals the most? Yeah, you usually wear like a goldenrod, a burgundy, a brown, a sage. Mm. That's true, that's true, that's true. Yeah. And then sometimes you're like, boom, here's a bright color or a pattern, baby. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) When you meet new people, you... Talk their ear off. Listen, but don't say much. Keep a casual conversation going. 
Ask questions to size them up. Hmm. I think I listen, but don't say much. I think so. I think I used to talk their ear off, but now I keep a casual conversation going. Yeah. I've grown. (laughs) Uh, What do you usually talk about with people you don't know well? You make make polite small talk. Whatever's annoying you. (laughs) You bring up obscure facts and observations. Light gossip about politicians and celebrities. Mm. Um, I I will bring up whatever's annoying you, because yeah. I I really love to just tell a new person what I don't like so they can avoid it. <laughs> oh, I didn't know there was a plan as to why you were doing that. <laughs> a little, or it'd be like, are we on the same page with this? Yeah. Are we both annoyed by the same thing? Yeah. Are you going to be an enemy or a friend? <laughs> okay, great. Mine is, I think mine's probably polite small talk. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll whip out an obscure fact if I feel comfortable, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reserve them until, <laughs> until I see fit. I'm trying to think of uh, the obscure fact you brought up. Oh, sandwiches. Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love bringing that up. What? <laughs> I love bringing that up. <laughs> it's really funny. I can't remember when you did it last. I feel like there was like silence happening and you're like, did you know the <laughs> no. bread of the sandwich used to be a napkin for the meat? <laughs> I feel like what I usually bring it up <laughs> if, if there's something related happening to it. I don't just bring it up randomly. <laughs> All right. It was probably, you're right. <laughs> but I like to think that there was dead silence. And you're like, excuse me. <laughs> did you know? <laughs> It's like that video of that woman who's like, you ever been to Krispy Kreme? <laughs> donuts aren't so crispy, are they? Yeah. <laughs> I love that video. She's really funny. <sighs> what are you most likely to say? Sorry. Uh, an expletive, I guess, a cuss word. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> Whoopsie. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Apologizing, a curse word, awesome, or another apology. Hmm. I guess a curse word? Yeah, I feel like you probably would say a curse word. Oh, what fuck? Yeah. Maybe awesome? I think you would say awesome. Yeah. Oh, Oh, what a short quiz. Get the result. Who's this? This is Nicole. Yup. Okay, the result, you give people the impression that you're odd. (laughs) Uh, Your unique sense of style involves a style that is all your own. You confuse people by talking their ear off with too much information or celebrating existential mysteries of random detail when there are strange exclamations like, oopsie daisy, have a care, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Well, paint me blue and call me a monkey. Which universe are you from again? Oh my god. This is an attack. This is an attack. Interesting. They got, I mean, it's not not right. (laughs) It's absolutely right. And I feel personally attacked. I'm really impressed they got that in like five questions. Yeah, BuzzFeed, you can learn from fucking horoscope.com. <laughs> horoscope.com has our number. They, wow. they know what's up. 
Okay, here's mine. Oh my you word! The, you give the people give people the impression that you're sweet, consciously or not. You turn the spotlight on the other person. The better you make them feel about themselves, the more they'll like you, and the happier you are. You're not loud in style or volume, and you're an excellent listener. You respect comfort zones by avoiding controversial subjects. While you're no doormat, an empathetic word here and there makes you look concerned and considerate. This got you. Yeah, I would say so. That I think sweet is a nicer. Yeah, you're not scary. Yeah, you're sweet and you, yeah, you just stand your ground a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Horoscope.com got us. They got us. Last <laughs> night I said, once you understand, you know me, in reference to me. And the person I was talking to was like, what the fuck are you saying? And I was like, oh, like, once you are around me enough to understand me, then, like, you know me. And they were mm-hmm. like, why do you leave out words when you talk? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's because I'm odd. Horoscope.com. <laughs> Paint me blue and call me a monkey. <laughs> I mean, what did I say on one of our first episodes? I was so mad I'd ride an alligator. Yeah, yep. horoscope.com got me good. <laughs> I can't believe how good they got me. I like that. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Should we answer some questions? Sashir, yes. 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 Yes, Answer yes, some yes. questions from the world. Hi, um... I was listening to the podcast that was live that's about Shashir wanting salmon. And there was a person who called in who wanted to know if people wear underwear with their leggings. I felt like that person did not get enough support. I have been wearing leggings without underwear for at least the past six years. Um, it is the most comfortable way to exist. But every time I've tried to bring this up with anyone, in like a very casual way, you know, what do you wear with your leggings? I don't admit it because it does seem strange, um, but it is the most comfortable way to exist. And I stand by that. Great. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, I think they, this person also didn't clarify if it was workout leggings or 
or fashion leggings, which is the issue we had during the live show. We were trying to figure out, are people just wearing leggings to the mall without underwear? Or are they going to a yoga class without underwear? And I think both happens. But majority of the people were like, oh, yeah, it's when I'm working out, which I I would I feel fine supporting that because you're going to wash them anyway. I absolutely don't feel all right supporting that because I don't know. Like, you just want, like, loose labia swimming in your leggings as you're lifting weights? I don't know about that. (laughs) I just, it, it just doesn't seem viable, good, nice. And then if you, like, mm-hmm. go to the... You leave your home to go to the gym, so, like, you're supposed to just swimming around in these leggings as you sit in your car? Mm. When you get out of your car? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't like that. <laughs> when you get back in your car? <laughs> hey, it's their car. It's their prerogative. If they don't want to have multiple layers of clothing on their parts, they don't have to. I guess not, but it's just protection, you know? Yeah, I yeah, I don't I think the thing that I wouldn't want is like that seam of the leggings to like just go up there. I feel like it would cut or like hurt. Yeah. I, Unless it had a gusset. Is yes. that what it's called? Yes. Um, <laughs> I love that you remembered that it was called a gusset. I almost didn't remember, but na- na- it came back to me. I remember Nicholson no, yes. gusset, and I've never heard that before. <laughs> yes, a gusset. Yeah, hmm. I mean, it could have a gusset, but, like, I'm still not trying to give gifts to the gusset. <laughs> I see. Yeah. It's not for me. Should we do a different one? Let's listen to another! Oh, my gosh. Hi, um... Okay, long-time listener, first-time caller. My name is Megan. I use she, her pronouns, OMG. Okay, also, I was an intern at UCB, and Nicole, I used to sit at your old desk. Okay, but anyway, um, I have a question, and that is, how do I make time for everyone and everything I want to do? I have so – I'm like, it's a great problem to have, right? Like, I have a lot of friends, and I have new friends, but I just, like – I don't have time to, like, cook my own food, go to work, take care of myself, and see everyone I want to see. I'm, like, currently, like, holed up in a house I'm cat-sitting in because I passed out because I was so tired because I've been trying to meet all my obligations. I just want to see all of my friends. I love my friends so much, and I also, like, have dreams that I'm working on and also have, like things I have to do, like buy groceries. And I just don't know how to fit it all in. And I think um, you guys are probably very busy people. So maybe you have some good advice on this because there are some friends that I haven't seen in months that I really miss, but it's just like, it keeps, it keeps not working out. Um, I don't think anyone's upset or anything. I just really want to be super present in my friends' lives because I think, you know, it's like a big part of why people are alive. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Thank you guys so much for your podcast. I love your podcast so much. Okay, bye. This is funny. It's like the opposite question of 
of the usual questions yeah. we get. Usually people are like, how do I get one friend? And she's like, I have so many friends. Too many, really. <laughs> I can't balance all of them. She just called to make some people sadder. <laughs> yeah. People were like, I'm walking around with no friends. And this person has too many. She has so many friends that she can't balance her friendship. And she's <laughs> cat sitting for a friend, trying to meet up with other friends and fell asleep because she was tired of all her friendships um oh that's a good question some of these things can be combined like errands or things like i mean maybe this was easier to do in new york but i feel like there were times where i was like shopping for something and i would run into somebody and they'd be Mm -hmm. like what are you doing i'm like shopping for this thing and they're like i'll come and then we're like shopping for the thing together. So it's like we're spending time together, but we're also looking for like an ox cord or whatever, <laughs> whatever the hell I'm looking for. <laughs> um, but maybe I don't know if that's easy to like easier to do like as a full adult with a job and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff. But maybe it's like, OK, I need to eat or I need to cook for myself. Maybe I'll invite someone over and we can cook together or I'll cook for them or they can cook for me or if you have work to do, I don't know, this person didn't say what work they do, but like if it's the thing where it's like you need to be on your laptop, maybe you can invite someone who also has laptop work to be with you and you guys can work together in the same room. And so you can like have a little breaks and chat, but you're also like working at the same time. Um, stuff like that or work out together. Like if you go to a workout class or something, you can invite a friend and like, you guys can work out and then eat after or whatever, you know, like maybe some of these things that you do on your own in your life can be combined with hanging out with a person. I think that's, wow, Sashir, you like fucking killed that. That was like good as hell. Wow. So much information, so many suggestions. Dang, that was good. Do I have a single thing to add? Um, yeah, you need to eat, invite somebody over, go sh- I remember those days in New York where I would just be bopping around. I'd be like, oh, friend. Hey, friend. Mm-hmm. I'm doing nothing. Okay, I'll tag along. And yeah. it would just happen vice versa. But, um, I love inviting a friend to do errands with me. Like, if I have, like, two or three stores to go to or whatever, be like, ooh, friend, come with. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's, like, a nice way to spend time together. Um, cooking a big dinner at your house and inviting like two or three, four mutual friends to like help in the kitchen or like bring something. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, like an impromptu game night. So she hate, famously hates games. <laughs> so that yeah. friend who hates games, you just go, listen, you could just drink wine and interject every couple minutes with <laughs> an idea. I don't know. Um, But yeah, like a get together, I think, is a good way to have multiple friends and get that Mm -hmm. friend time in. Yeah. And we also don't want you to be overwhelmed and be like, every minute I'm with another person until I go to sleep. Like, you know, you do need some alone time. So it's also possible if you're like, okay, I know for sure that I'm free Sunday mornings, Friday nights, and I don't know, a third one. Um, Thursday the 6th. And Thursdays at six. <laughs> and so those are your social times. Mm-hmm. And so like if someone hits you up and they're like, I want to hang, you could try to like schedule them in to one of those times. Mm-hmm. And then if it doesn't work, hopefully the following week at those times. But you can like be like, okay, my week is my week. 
and I'm doing my stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just know that these are the times that I will f- try to fit in a friend. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, hopefully the following week or the following or following month works out. And then at least there's like some regularity there as opposed to like, I can hang out with anyone at any time, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> then it might be a little overwhelming. So, yeah. yeah. To set boundaries for yourself in terms of hanging out with people, I think is very healthy. So you don't feel overextended or that you are constantly available. It's like, no, I'm only available Thursdays at six, Friday night and Sunday (laughs) afternoon. Is that what you said? Or did you say Saturday? I think I said Sunday mornings. Sunday mornings. (laughs) Yeah. After that, I'll be all day at church, praising the Lord, strength closer to Beyonce. (laughs) Yeah. I think, yeah, hopefully that helps. Okay, one more. Hi, Nicole, Sashir, and Kimmy and Jordan. You are all wonderful. And thank you for all you do. I have a friendship-related query. I guess I feel really uncomfortable with the decision that my friend slash roommate made that didn't affect me too much, but might be making me feel differently about her. And I'm not sure how to approach it. Okay, here's some backstory. So I have a friend. We can call her Martha. She, her, who I have lived with for several years and have known for more than a decade we also have another roommate we have lived together through the whole pandemic and haven't seen eye to eye on everything i am like exceptionally cautious cautious with covid things and though she is probably more cautious than like probably most americans we were never really on the same level we have a few conflicts about about it but it's been fine for a while so what happened is this A few weeks ago, Martha went on a trip with some friends to the East Coast. We live on the West Coast. So they flew there. And they were staying in Airbnbs and stuff and traveling a little. While they were there, Martha and her friend tested positive for COVID. She's vaccinated, by the way, and hadn't had it before. However, despite feeling super sick at first, she had no plans to move her flight, which would have been on day four. I decided it was a great time for me to go see my family, so it was no big deal. But my other roommate was super upset and brought up the rules with her. The rules with her, which I had long decided was not a battle worth fighting. My friend ended up waiting until day seven or eight when she felt totally fine, but was absolutely still testing positive when she fully flew on a plane across the country. She said that it would be too expensive for her to stay in the Airbnb longer and too emotionally hard, too. And it was okay because she felt fine. She wore a mask. She's vaccinated. But it still makes me super uncomfortable that she made that decision. Maybe I'm just being a stickler for the rules, but it makes me really stressed that if she, a person who's vaccinated and boosted and knows about how COVID works, is flying while she actively has COVID. God knows what other people are doing. I don't know. I'm not living with her after this year because she's moving in with her partner, but I'm still super stressed about it. It's making me reconsider how close we are as friends simply because community care is a really important value to me and whether I should stay in close of touch with her after we move out than I would have otherwise. I'm sorry this is so long. What would you all do? Thank you so much. A fake name, she or <laughs> um, um, this is interesting. I feel like COVID and the pandemic is really testing people's relationships and value systems because people are reacting in many different ways, and not everyone agrees on on what should be done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I actually had a couple friends who had a situation where they got COVID, had a flight coming up, and then we're trying to figure out what to do. I think the CDC currently, I don't know when this email was written, but I think currently you can, if you're asymptomatic, you can fly, I think, on day like four or five, something like that. I don't, whatever it was, it used to be more like 10 days or something. But I think now if you aren't exhibiting symptoms, 
and day something has passed, mm-hmm. you are good to go. So I feel like seven or eight days and asymptomatic is okay. And they were wearing a mask. I think it's fine. I think it's fine, too, because your viral load is lower and you have less of a chance to transmit it to somebody. Again, we're not scientists. Uh, yeah. uh, I believe I'm quoting the CDC again. I might not be, because, again, we are not scientists. Yeah. But I do Kimmy, understand. Do yeah, do you mind? Thank you, Kimmy. Because I feel like I did read that, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I do understand, you know, having, like, strong sense of community and like strong values around COVID or whatever. But I do, I, I do, you know, sympathize with it is too expensive for me to stay in this Airbnb. Mm -hmm. It is too expensive for me to change my flight. And it's like, she was rather responsible where other people are not responsible. And I Mm -hmm. think we all know that. And I do think even if you don't have COVID, you are taking a risk by getting on an airplane. You're taking a risk by going to an outdoor thing with a bunch of people. You're taking a risk gathering with people. So it's like her flying was also a risk. So if you're okay with that risk, I think you have to be okay with like the outcome, which is she got COVID, which is a thing that happens. Oh, okay. People with COVID-19 should isolate for five days if they are asymptomatic or their symptoms are resolving without a fever for 24 hours, followed by five days of wearing a mask around other people to minimize the risk of infection, the infecting the people they encounter. Okay. So yeah, so, yeah five day days. five, you can go out and just wear a mask till you test negative. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I mean, really your friend didn't, actually do anything unsafe Mm -hmm. it seems i think it's one of those things where it's like well i wouldn't do that yeah um and i do think there's a little bit of empathy that could happen here because it's like well you're not in that situation can you afford to stay in airbnb for you know two more days till you test negative can you afford to change your flight like what would you do in that situation i think there's something for putting your feet in the shoes of a person where maybe it doesn't fit, but it's okay and walk some miles. You know what they say. (laughs) Put your feet in some shoes that don't fit and walk some miles. Uh Uh-huh. Horoscope.com. Got me good. May I offer something? Yeah. Apologies for running. Yes, please. I would also say... It's just hard when so many people had different feelings about how to respond to COVID and when things were appropriate and when not. This uh, writer is saying that community care is super important to like them as a value. I'd be curious, this friend Martha, Mm -hmm. if they show community care in other ways, like if they're doing this and they like litter and are rude to people at grocery stores, like all these other ways where there's no community care, then I understand like questioning some things. But if this is like the one way they didn't show community care, Mm-hmm. I got different answers from doctors when I had COVID. Like I got told I would test positive for like up to a month when I wasn't actually going to be spreading just because the tests are sensitive. Mm-hmm. So even doctors weren't like on the same page about this. So I think it'd be useful to think about this friend and like what other aspects of the life are they negligent with community care in all aspects of life? Or was it like just in this instance? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's too. good to analyze. Yeah, if this is the one thing and it seems like it's not even a thing, mm-hmm. then maybe I don't think you should reconsider the whole friendship. Yeah. But if it's like, this is one thing out of a lot of things mm-hmm. like this, then then you can think about it more. Yeah, like if she trips old people in the park and <laughs> she 
she slaps babies when they haven't asked for it. I think you could let her go as a friend. Yeah, like, really, why weren't you writing about those things? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let us know if she slaps babies without them asking and trips old people. And you know the email, NicoleAndSashir at gmail.com. Or you can call us to update us, 424-645-7003. Feel free to email us a voice memo as well. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's the easiest way to support the show. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Well, paint me blue and call me a monkey. <laughs> That's our show. <laughs> That's our show. You loved it. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen. Listen.